Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Off in the SSA podcast, focusing on the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. I'm your host, Stu, and on today's show... The GTD class is once again the largest class on the 2024 IMSA grid. Consisting of both amateur and professional drivers, this class can be a stepping stone for the stars of tomorrow. And while many of these cars look like they've been taken straight off the street with manufacturers such as Corvette, Mercedes, and Porsche, make no mistake, these are proper race cars. GT Daytona, or GTD for short, is one of two classes in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship that utilize GT3 spec cars. GT3 cars bear heavy resemblance to their road-going counterparts, but they are full-on race cars that are optimized for performance on track. All of the cars that compete in this class are homologated by the FIA. This means that car manufacturers, not teams themselves, submit the car to the FIA for approval and to make sure that it meets all of the technical requirements. Since all manufacturers need to complete this process, it means that all of the cars are fairly similar in their performance out on track. However, they are still not perfectly equal. As I said, the cars still have a heavy resemblance to their road-going car, and thus all of these cars have different unique characteristics engine positioning, different aerodynamic elements, these all contribute to overall different handling and thus different areas of the track where cars make their speed. Therefore, there is a BOP, or balance of performance, which helps to further even the playing field. This BOP varies from track to track and helps to ensure that the cars are as close performance-wise as possible. This is done by adjusting limits on car parameters such as horsepower, weight, engine management, and aerodynamic features. Now having this BOP and homologation process helps keep manufacturers pretty equal and helps to ensure that one of them does not have a huge advantage. Most importantly, this helps to keep costs in check for both the manufacturers and teams. You see, as a result of this BOP and homologation process, the performance levels of GTD cars, well, they remain relatively unchanged. Manufacturers are not constantly trying to find these creative innovations or catch up with other manufacturers' creative innovations. And this, in turn, helps to keep the cost of running these cars sort of in check. Of course, this is the complete opposite of a series like F1, where they're always fighting for every little sort of creative innovation that they can come up with to try and engineer just a little bit more performance out of that car. Let's talk a little bit about the history of GTD. And the GTD class of IMSA was actually created during the merger of the American Le Mans series and the Grand Am Rolex sports car series ahead of the 2014 season. The new class brought together the American Le Mans series GTC cars with Grand Am's GT cars to compete in the new class. GT3 spec cars have been run in the GTD class since IMSA adopted the GT3 regulations in 2016. And the addition of the cars, which feature full traction control and ABS, has been wildly successful. Today, the class has grown to be the largest class on the IMSA grid, and when you combine the GTD class with the GTD Pro class, which also uses GT3 spec equipment, you'll see that they take up about half the IMSA grid at any given race. The success of the class that we see today can largely be attributed to the switch to GT3 regulations back in 2016 and the incredible growth that we've seen since. And that's not even mentioning the vast number of championships and races 
that the GT3 cars can also compete in, but we'll touch on that in a minute. Today's video is sponsored by P1 Web Development. If you're looking for a custom website for your business, or maybe you're just a race team or driver that's looking for a professional way to present yourself to potential sponsors and fans. Well, look no further than P1 Web Development. Their team is passionate about racing. Actually, I met the owner at Watkins Glen, and they want to help drivers and teams attract new sponsors and fans by having a unique, custom website. So when you're looking for someone to help transform or build a website that customers and fans will want to visit, then look no further than P1 Web Development. A huge thank you to P1 Web Development for supporting the show. You can check out their entire portfolio of websites and see if they're the right fit for you by heading to p1webdevelopment.com slash the S's or clicking the first link in the description. For the average fan, the GTD class has the most recognizable cars out on track due to their resemblance to the road-going cars. They're also the slowest cars that we see on the IMSA grid, and those GTD cars also feature both traction control and ABS. Now, the prode-rated drivers that compete in this class don't necessarily need those driver assists, but they do come in very handy for the AM-level drivers, which is a requirement in the GTD class. GTD features a pro-AM driver lineup, where a maximum of one platinum or gold-rated driver is permitted. Should be noted for the Rolex 20 for two gold rated drivers are permitted. And I'll just give you a basic definition of what these driver ratings mean. Platinum drivers have generally won a championship in a professional category, such as Hypercar in the WEC or the GTP class in IMSA. These guys and gals are the best of the best. Gold drivers are generally winners of a major sports car championship, such as GTD in IMSA. Silver drivers have generally won a significant non-professional series, such as the Porsche Carrera Cup or an endurance race of GT3 level or higher. And bronze drivers, this is a more vague definition, but it's generally defined as drivers who have not met a silver rating, but are deemed to have the performance of a bronze driver based on their driving in a monitored series. GTD features many privateer programs, some of which are run by large dealership chains or even wealthy business people. And in this class, you will see extremely strong manufacturer representation. For the season opening Rolex 24, we'll see one Acura NSX GT3 Evo, one BMW M4 GT3, four Ferrari 296s, four Lamborghini Huracan GT3 Evo 2s, one Lexus RCF GT3, one McLaren 720S GT3 Evo, three Mercedes AMG GT3 Evos, and four Type 992 Porsche 911 GT3R. And that's before we even get into the new cars coming to the class. Yes, there are also some new cars coming to the GTD class in 2024. There will be two brand new Aston Martin Vantage GT3 Evos, two Chevrolet Corvette Z06 GT3Rs, and a Ford Mustang GT3 thrown into the mix. Regardless of the manufacturer or team that you're cheering for, you can easily spot these GTD cars on track by the green illuminated number box that's on the side of the car. 
GTDs as well as many of the other classes in IMSA, but you do see this quite a bit in the GTD class. They often feature different light features installed on the car to help spotters and fans and the teams themselves identify the cars during the nighttime hours. A unique feature of the GTD cars though is they feature green tinted headlights, so you can clearly tell them apart from their GTD Pro counterparts during nighttime. I alluded to it earlier, but one of the really unique things about these GTD, GT3 spec cars, is that they can be run in such a variety of events and series all over the world. This is really what has helped them to explode in popularity in recent years. One-off races such as the Nürburgring 24, the Spa 24, the 12 Hours of Bathurst, some of the most iconic races in the world you can take a GT3 car to and run in. Not to mention that these cars can also be raced in many different series such as GT World Challenge or the WEC which is adding an LM GT3 class for these cars starting in 2024 which yes means they will be at the 24 hours of Le Mans. When speaking of Le Mans there's actually a sub championship in the GTD class of IMSA that grants the winning driver an automatic invite to the following year's 24 Hours of Le Mans. The championship is called the Bob Aiken Award and is awarded to the bronze driver that accumulates the most points over the course of the season. That's going to wrap this one up though. Before you go, make sure that you are subscribed on your favorite podcasting app. You can also interact with the show on X, just look for Off in the S's, or you can catch the video version of the show, just look for Off in the S's on YouTube. Big shout out to all of the Patreon supporters. If you too want to support the show, then you can go to patreon.com slash off in the S's. Once again, though, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great race weekend. It doesn't go off in the S's.